0: This is episode 142 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. Just before recording this episode today, I was kind of just brainstorming to see what kind of uh, topic I wanted to cover here. And you know what? I just came to the conclusion where I just have to speak my mind. You know, instead of stepping around the 500 pound gorilla in the room or, you know, just singing a song, I'll just get right to the point and what's taking place right now is they basically want to imprison the whole planet, crash the economy. They've closed down all of the restaurants, all of the pretty much all of the businesses. People are just going into bankruptcy, families are suffering. It's it's ridiculous what they're doing and it's all for their own ulterior motives. Right now we have approached the prototypical fork in the road and We're going to have to make a determination as a society, as a culture, as a planet. Are we going to make that sharp, hard left turn or that hard right turn? And I don't mean ideologically, but I do mean, I guess ideologically in the sense of are are they going to try to put this whole planet into a socialist communist system? Or are we going to make the right turn into freedom? And it might sound like I'm kidding, but I'm really not. I noticed a lot of people that used to be real uh, voices for freedom and for liberty and everything like that, You know, you're kind of hearing them get hushed up. And I've actually been kind of quiet myself also because if I don't have anything really edifying to say, I'm just not going to say anything. So, now a lot of people say to themselves, you know, I'm a simple person, you know, I have a simple family, and you have these big multinational corporations, companies, and entities, these vultures just circling around us waiting to pick out our corpse. And they say to themselves, you know... What do i have to fight back with I, I don't have anything i'm just a simple person but just remember one thing one small candle can illuminate infinite darkness and as i said we have that light within us and if it is approached in the right way we, we empower ourselves and really take a look at what's taking place right now we can all can create some type of morphic resonance and illuminate this darkness collectively. And one of the big giveaways that I can see here is where they talk about the social distancing, and that people have to shelter in, and they don't want people talking to one another and gathering. And they what this is is to, to me this is the preemptive practice for martial law. And for world domination, I am I know I sound like a kook or crazy, you know, but maybe I don't sound as much as a kook these days. Like, if you go back to my, been doing this for two years, go back and listen to me. I've been speaking about this for two years now, how this is what's, you know, what's on track for us in the future. And the shit's happening for real, you know? And it's it's not a joke. So, gotta really pay very close attention to what's happening right now. And if you want a really good example of what I'm talking about, just take the take a look at the back of a dollar bill and kind of pan over to the left side where that pyramid is and look at all of the creepy demonic symbology that's on there, you know all of that those Latin phrases and just all this, there's just a, a whole you know obviously youtube and I'm sure a lot of people know about this, but it's all based on on that dollar and the power. And the talisman uh, essence of what that dollar represents, all right? It's printed out of thin air. It's not backed by anything. And our own government doesn't create the dollar. The Federal Reserve Bank creates it for us at interest. So when you go to the bank to take out a $300,000 loan, what they basically do is the bank stirs, sits down at a keyboard, and types $300,000 into existence, Just predicated on your obligation to pay that debt. That's the only thing backing it up. But he sits down at the keyboard, types in $300,000 into thin air. That's all all of the labor that he took is those keystrokes. And now he's going to be collecting that interest from you. Does that make any sense? It's called fractional reserve lending. Look it up. And like I said, you know, this whole coronavirus, covid nine. If I get another text on my phone about covid nine or whatever, I'm going to freaking... Hypothetically smash my phone on the ground Although I wouldn't really do that So what's happening with this With this um, Fiat dollar system that's taking place That has been in place since 1913 With the Federal Reserve Act And the creation of the IRS That were both created at the same time in 1913 And the purpose of the IRS Is to pay the debt To force the citizens of the United States To pay the debt On the money creation But that's a different story Now that this dollar, this fiat dollar is crashing, they want to replace it with like an electronic computerized dollar. So that if you're not complying with the system, they could basically just turn off your chip and you're not going to be able to buy, sell, trade, or do whatever. And if they, I'm kidding, look it up. This whole system was supposed to crash back in 2008, but they just kept pumping money into it and pumping money into it and pumping money into it just to keep, just to keep, uh, keep it alive. And breathe life into it, artificially. But yeah, this new electronic dollar with the electronic wallet, some creepy shit. You must be aware of exactly what is taking place right now. And start connecting all of the dots right in front of you. This is not the time to crumble into little shards of broken glass. Or soften up like a little cream puff or a jello pudding cream pop. Or sit in a puddle of your own piss scratching your head wondering what the hell is going on. That's some weak shit. You must first decode this fear porn mechanism that they're trying to cast upon us like a like a fisherman casting his net out into the sea to, to entrap some fish. You have to understand that that's exactly what's taking place right now. They're setting this trap for us, and they're making it look nice and cozy with all of this money that they're just printing up out of thin air, which ultimately the taxpayer is going to have to pay for. Now, I'm totally in favor of the student loan where that all gets wiped out, and I'm totally in favor of, like I said, I was brought up on welfare in Brooklyn. You know, I a single parent. My, my, my pop died when I was six years old. Came up really hard in the tenement. Not even, We couldn't even get into the projects. I was brought up in the tenement. Rats and roaches and, you know, the whole nine drug dealers and everything, pit bulls and shit. And a single mom. So, I you know, I'm totally... Um, I'm willing to support all of that, you know, people that actually have needs and everything like that, student loan, and all of the suffering that's taking place right now, but we have a slightly different thing that's going on right now, and you have to really pay very close attention. Because what they do is they try to implement communism in the guides of social programs to help people, but in essence, yeah, the social programs to help people, that's about 4% of of the plan, and the other 96% is Communism and Enslavement. Remember, nature abhors a vacuum, you can never get anything for free. Anything that you're gonna get, uh, the, you know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction, So, which means that you never can get something from nothing. Something can only come from something else. Like some physics type shit, you know, but it's, but it's the truth. What you really have to do is take a look at these events and kind of project them in your mind in slow motion. And as you project them in your mind in slow motion, start taking these fragments and pieces and little elements and shards of what is taking place, and from the projection that's going on in your mind, take these little pieces, these little elements, and everything that's going on, and kind of put them onto like a board, like a child's puzzle, you know, has little pieces, and take those pieces and in your mind and put them on a board, and start to fit the pieces together. Don't force the pieces together and don't jam them or, you know, whatever. Just naturally look at the edges and the angles, the indentations and such, and in a natural kind of way, in slow motion, fit gingerly fit these pieces together. So as you start fitting them together, you know, the truth is going to start to take form right in front of you. And it has nothing to do with what you want to see or what you like, or what your feelings are kind of telling you you should should be uh, forming on this ch- uh, puzzle board. Naturally put the pieces together to see what actually is, because we have no control over that. This is just something that's reality, and it's in front of us, and we need to do this before we can proceed any further going on, because you have to know what your opponent is doing and what tools he has and what positions he has and what strategies he's putting forth in front of you to enslave you so once you have a good picture and the pieces start start to fit together on the puzzle you'll have an idea of what you're up against and what you have to understand also is it's not a money thing it's not if you have a big mercedes benz or a big house and you know none of none of this material stuff because what really matters in life you can't buy at home depot right and that's the illumination and the fulfillment and understanding and the actualization of your true self and who you really are and that's something that you like i said you can't buy it and they cannot take it away from you and it's something that they really lack because everything that they're comprised of is just fake it's contrived and it's artificial You know, they're not living true, realized lives because obviously if they did, they would recognize the law of karma and they wouldn't be conducting themselves causing all of this death and destruction and hate and demoralization all over the planet. They would be operating on a principle of love and understanding and good karma, but that's a separate subject. Like I said, with this chessboard, you should never, not only in the the, uh, puzzle pieces that you have in front of you, but in life, you should never force anything. Everything should assemble as a natural progression of of nature and the expression of nature, right? So you're making an observation, that's that's what the Dao De Ching is. The Dao De Ching is a, is an individual person sitting, removing the ego, observing nature unfolding as it does, and then integrating with that, integrating himself, his own nature, and his own ability to actualize and realize who he is himself and integrate that with the nature that is expressing itself in front of him with no force. You know, this is just all all a natural process. The problem comes in when people force things, which again, these oligarchs are are trying to force upon us. Just take a look at them when, when you see them talking on television. One of the things that I do sometimes is I turn the volume all the way down Let's say it's Ben Bernanke or one of these guys, one of these clowns, one of these demons. And I turned the volume all the way down and I just watch them speak and how they express and their whole modalities and everything like that. And it pretty much tells you everything you need to know. Just the hollowness and, and just the this lack of a soul that they have. It's, you, you can see, they, they look like little children, like spoiled children, you know, just yammering for, you know, a pudding pop. Right now what the ruling class oligarchs are doing is they're positioning their chess pieces on the board, and they're just ready to pounce on your king and put you into checkmate. Realize that. They really don't have your best interests in mind. You can look at like this, like a mouse trap, you know, baited with a piece of cheese, and that rat or that mouse is going by, and he kind of sniffs around, and he goes, oh, there's a big-ass piece of cheese over there. Oh, look at, look at how convenient that's positioned right in front of me, right along the baseboard where I normally like to walk where I kind of brush against it with my whiskers or just kind of smell that cheese so convenient and so easy it's right here and and then the, you, know, you go for the piece of cheese and that trap is sprung and you're done realize that and the cheese that they're using right now is this free money that they're doling out Listen, they send me the check, I'm spending that shit, so don't don't get that shit twisted. But at least I'm in a position where I realize what that is and what's taking place. I see some guys on YouTube talking about, oh, they're gonna send me that check. I'm not cashing that fuck that shit. I'm 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 cashing that shit quick. You know, to help myself and my family and, and, and you know utilize it for for whatever's gonna benefit me, but at least I have an understanding of where it's coming from and I'm not letting it cloud my vision or my strategic position the way I think or to gloss over, you know, my understanding of what's really taking place right now. Because I'll cast that check while I'm still, you know, observing your moves and what you're doing. Right now I'm kind of speaking in allegory or metaphor because sometimes that's the best way to kind of describe a situation. Or try to get a clear understanding of the message you're trying to express or get across to someone listening to you. Allegory and metaphor. But I think I think it's pretty straightforward and I think most people listening to the show by now kinda kinda are able to connect those dots. Right now is the time to assume the position of empowerment, of self actualization, and just observing the movements that are taking place in front of us. And observing the timing and the patterns of the Tao, of nature, of what's going on right now. Like I said, we all have that supreme knowledge and supreme mathematics integrated within our operating system. And that's not an operating system like Windows 10, but the divine operating system inherent within us all. If we realize that and blow the dust off it, wipe it clean and kind of open up that box and, and actually see who we are. You know, and not not to see ourselves who they tell us we are, because they can't tell me shit, you know, I'm the one that does a thing for myself and draws my own conclusions and make my own deductions and fits one thing into another, so that's that's really the approach that you have to take don't Don't let your smartphone dictate to you who you are or what you should be thinking, really primarily what you should be afraid of and your social distancing and all that bullshit. And as far as all of this social distancing, wouldn't it be much easier for them? Like, if you're going to follow that path, couldn't they just give people like these surgical gloves and masks so that it'll be easy to integrate out in public and, and go to work and do the things that you need to do? Why, why not just put like, you know, one of those masks like they do in China or you see people here doing with the gloves that you see them in Walmart walking around? But why does it have to be social distancing and, you know, hunker down at home? It's because like i was just saying you know it's a control mechanism it's so much think just think about it you know they could have been handing out masks and gloves you know two months ago when they saw this coming down because my understanding is they knew about this back in like i think october or november that this shit was going down but no it's social distancing keep away from people don't make eye contact you know play your role play your position sit home you know eating your doritos just in fear with uh you know watching CNN so bullshit I was just sitting down the other day uh, in my basement chilling, just kind of getting my affairs in order and I was listening to this cat his name is Matt and his YouTube channel is quantum of conscience and it has the logo of his channel is like a Japanese kabuki type mask like red black and white you know like a Japanese mask and like I said, Matt, I, like I've really been getting into him lately. The guy kind of really s- is speaking to my whole way of thinking and the position position that we're in right now because there's so much bullshit out here that I'm you're really just seeking to listen to people that are going to feed my my soul and wo- where I see things right now instead of just wasting time, you know, on things that are not going to feed me. So listening to him, and I had an epiphany. Now, it's not something new, and it's something that I've kind of been hashing through in my thought process and everything like that, but it kind of had an epiphany. It hit me out of nowhere, and I realized that this whole paradigm, this whole system, as Bob Marley calls it, this whole Babylon system, is predicated really on one thing, and that is this fiat money, this fiat dollar that you know the Federal Reserve Bank creates out of thin air. And that's what supports the whole military industrial complex, this death and destruction that we have right now. It It's what's really supporting all of the privatized prison system that we have right now, the opioid epidemic, uh, the pharmaceutical enslavement system where just, you know, everybody is all on, you know, prescription drugs, this whole Ponzi scheme financial casino system that they have as far as, you know, investing and everything like that, like I said, this This pandemic is just to cover cover up this market crash. The toxic vaccines that they're pumping into our little children right now, where, if I'm not mistaken, you know, 15 years ago, you had one out of 20,000 had... Not Alzheimer's, um... Not Alzheimer's, it was autism. One out of... Back when I don't, it was one out of twenty or thirty thousand had autism, and now it's like one out of seventy have autism, and it's it's directly as a result of the vaccines because what they're doing is, especially with young boys, they're administering that MMR measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine at I believe it's eighteen months. So you're pumping measles, mumps, and rubella virus into a kid that's eighteen months old, eighteen yeah, eighteen months old, less than two years old. And they're developing autism. The other thing they're doing right now, this pharmaceutical with the vaccines, is that uh, at the time of the same day that a child or baby is born, they're hitting them with that HPV pablova, which is for herpes. Why would you give a baby a herpes injection? And the other thing is you they're not exposed to litigation because it's totally, you have no recourse if, if uh, your child is what they call vaccine damaged. We're also subjected to this healthcare system medical system where, you know, you're paying, you know, I, I know specifically people and including my family also, you know, they might have a, a one child or two adults and a child or just two adults and they're paying in excess of a $1,000 a month just for, for medical benefits, you know, for medical coverage. And it's mandatory because if not, you get a penalty. And the really crazy part about it is this. you You have these young adults. They're graduating medical school. They have their doctorate degree. They have their license and certifications to practice medicine. But they're graduating college in such debt that, well, there's two things. First of all, they're not able to open up their own practice because the insurance premiums and everything and all of the restrictions are so high that they can't. So they have to work for another entity, another business because they can't do it independently. So they have to work for this whole Medical, pharmaceutical, industrial complex, and they, I'm not going to say they're making a minimum wage, but they're not making that much money, and they're just in. And I know this for a fact. I, I know a few different people, and I've spoken to different physicians, and just a different in my line of work. I just deal with different situations like that. And here's the crazy thing: they are forced to go work for some big conglomerate company at a really low wage just to be able to pay off their debt. Now, wouldn't it make more sense for this young doctor? Let's take one individual doctor. Let's name his, his name is Joe, and he graduates medical school. The, the The guy, the kid, is you know 27 years old, and he's ready to practice and take care of, of families and kids and 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 do his healing process and his whole medical process. Wouldn't it make more sense for him to just open up a practice? Now, a family would go and visit him. And then you know he knows he has to pay off his medical loans, which is another whole another story. He really shouldn't have to pay that much; shouldn't be indebted just for becoming a healer or a doctor to help people. But in my opinion, they should take people that are gifted and really smart with that, and and pay their school to you know to heal people and treat people. But all right, so back to square one. This doctor wouldn't it make more sense upon him graduating for him to open up his own little office without all of this insurance bullshit? And a family can come to him and, you know, they can come to some reasonable agreement as far as, you know, what the services cost and everything like that. Well, you might have families, you know, a family with uh, two adults and two children, they might be paying $300 a month or something like that in medical coverage. But no, this whole thing becomes adulterated and just corrupted into something where that money has to go Flipped up top, you know, to these big corporations, they have to get their cut, just like some mafia crime boss. Fucking ridiculous, and it's just so evident right in front of your face. You got to put those pieces of the puzzle together, my friend. What's happening right now is the oligarchs—they don't just want a cut or some of your money; they want all of your money. And who's suffering? The middle class pretty much has been wiped out. The dollars pretty much crashed people on subsistence, in other words, people that have no means, they're they're being an urban people, and I'll just speak frankly, like I said, I'm Puerto Rican, but the Puerto Ricans are blacks, and even the poor whites right now, we're all in the same fucking boat, man. Everybody, and what's happening is they're all getting brainwashed to listen to this music, this trap music, and I'm going to be honest with you, I do listen to some of the modern music and some of the stuff coming out like that, I listen to it, but I don't let that shit integrate into my soul, you know what I'm saying, if it sounds good, if it's catchy. If there's some hard bars in there or something like that, I, 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 I'm an urban kid. I grew up in Brooklyn, you know, uh, I, I feel that shit. But at the same time, I don't let that shit penetrate into me or brainwash me. But what I'm trying to say is this, like the young people today, you know, you're listening to this music and, you, you know, you're getting your Supreme hoodies and your Air Force One Jordans and everything like that. No, you know, listening to music is free, but don't let that culture shit direct you on how you spend your money and what you do taking food out of your kid's mouth or from you bringing your wages back to your family to, to benefit and feed your family and take care of your family, where you're going to spend it on drugs or, you know, going to some trap concert music or some regular. No, man, realize what the fuck is going on on this planet, man. And, and and first of all, you draw like my mother said, she had a saying. A real friend is a dollar in your pocket when you need it. And that's keeping it raw. That's not like trying to be negative or anything like that. But what 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 that really means is like you know be careful on how you spend your money. Don't just don't just flip it out and give it away if you got to help somebody, or whatever. And another thing my mother said: a friend, a real friend, is a dollar in your pocket when you need it. But another thing my mother taught me, and this is all Puerto Rican or um, refranes, you know, old sayings, is that when you see somebody in need, right? Whatever type of need it is, you help them. When you help that person, it's not you helping them. It's it's God tapping you on the shoulder saying, yo, go help this guy. You help him out. And when you need help, God in turn is going to provide help to you, right? Like there's, there's a saying, la comida y la agua nunca se niega. Like water and food you never deny to somebody because it's not really yours, right? It's provided by God. So you have to have a clear understanding of, of all of this shit. But our community right now, it's like and I'm again I'm gonna put it the way it is. You know, you go out there and you see all of these urban youths and they all dress exactly the same and they all have the same hairstyle and they wear the same sneakers and they're wearing the same hoodies and you know, if you come to school or you come to you know, to the cypher and you got the rogue sneakers, like you get roasted. Like that's some dumbass shit, man. You know. I'll come to the Cypher with some Skippies, and for those of you who don't know, Skippies are like, I think they were called PF Flyers, like a type of sneaker back in the day that were like, you know, $5, as opposed to $15 for some for some uh, Converse All-Stars that the hipsters wear now. Back in the day, those Converse All-Stars, those were the shit, those were like the main sneakers, and you had your Pumas and shit, but, but there was like PF Flyers, or Coach Cons, And I wore them shits, man, and, like, gladly, because I knew. Quick story, I was in high school, Fort Hamilton High School, uh, 86th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Circa 19, God, 1977. Came to class, and there was his brother, and he came up, and he had Calvin Klein jeans. And he said to me, oh, I got these Calvin Klein's. They cost me $60. They cost him $60 back then. And he goes, yo, you got them broke ass Lee, hard ass Lee Vi jeans, Lee jeans, and such. And yo, look at you and shit like that. And I'm like, really? You paid $60 for those? I says, yo, check this, man. I paid $10 for these Lee's that I got on right now. So you paid $60, I paid $10 with the $50 that I saved. Because basically the same thing. And I ain't gonna pay money to have some 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 dude's name on my fucking. On my fuck, a patch on my fucking ass on my jeans. I ain't going to pay for that. So with the $50 that I saved uh, on these jeans, I'm going to take that $50 and buy a book and learn how to sell a $10 pair of jeans to a dumbass like you for $60. And everybody was like, oh. But it's the truth. It's just brainwashing, man. Like people are trying to get self-fulfillment out of material shit that they're buying because they spend more money, it's going to elevate them as a person, which is bullshit. All you're doing is kicking up your hard-earned money to somebody who, who who's getting rich off of your hard work and making you poorer. Just, again, fit them pieces together on that puzzle board real gingerly, man, and see how they fit together. And Again, not what your feelings, what you like, what you think it should be, but... For what really is what reality is showing to you and expressing to you right in front of you, and I emphasize that to my people, whether that be my black people, my Hispanic people, even my white people like whoever is out there, because you know we're all one, and this is a, a, another thing that they're trying to impose upon us because they're trying to separate one from the other, and they talk about social appropriation and how. This white dude got dreads, but, you know, fuck all that nonsense. They're trying to separate us because we're all poor ass and broke ass, man, right? And they're the ones that are laughing all the way to the bank. Got to wake up, man. Tired of this shit. That's why I keep emphasizing to be self-actualized to see who you are. Don't get your gratification off a pair of sneakers, man, you know? Get your 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 realization and your self-actualization Take your hands and put them in front of you and look at your hands and realize the divinity that's within that who you are, right? Get that shit. Understand that shit. I mean, I can lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink. So let's take it down a level deeper. Really what's happening right now is they want to impose socialist, communist system. And the reason is, like I said, the dollar is collapsing, so we don't, Make anything anymore in this country because what happens is over the past few years, companies have been consolidating everything and exporting all of these jobs over to China and over to the Pacific Basin because it's cheaper for them to operate and make profit. But what happens is over time, you have less and less uh, decent-paying jobs over here where pretty much everybody's living at a subsistence level to just be able to pay their bills and survive and and basically eat and pay their rent. And they don't have what's called disposable income to buy the bullshit that they... Not the bullshit, but the goods that, that are being produced over there. So ultimately, right now, one of the main reasons that the economy is crashing here in America is that people don't have money, uh, uh, to uh, disposable money to buy anything. So as a result of that, basically the dollar's crashing. Because what happens is from Japan, they might send us a Nissan or from Germany, they're going to send us a BMW... And what we do is we send them a box of funny money, you know, that it really is not backed by anything, just by our military, and by a lot of bullshit and bankster, freaking razzle-dazzle wizardry. And what's happening right now is everybody's waking up to this, and the petrodollar, you know, the dollar was supported by oil, which is a agreement we made with Saudi Arabia, Kissinger in the 70s, blah, 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 and you know what, that shit right now is kind of wearing out, because people ain't trying to hear that kind of shit, as far as, you know, you're going to send me a box of paper money, which is getting... You know inflated to, to you know to the next dimension, which is becoming worthless over time. You see what's the prices are doing right now, and the dollar's crashing. so what's gonna happen ultimately is that our military influence and all of this is gonna is gonna vanish because the only thing that supports all of that is the ability for us to pay all of these mercenaries and these companies to build all of this military stuff and weapons and tanks and planes and bombs. All of that is going to is gonna is gonna just fade away because nobody wants this money. And what's going to end up happening ultimately is we're going to have to manufacture our own goods over here in this country, right? And which is going to put us back to work, which is on the right path, which is a good thing. But here's where the curveball, and the, the curveball is coming at you 99 miles an hour, man, with a hard-ass drop on it. You're going to swing and miss if you're not paying attention. They want to impose socialism slash communism. So this AOC, Alexandria, Ocasio-Cortez and all of this bullshit socialism stuff, this Bernie Sanders, you never get anything for, pre, for free and, and nature abhors a, a, a void. In other words, you cannot get something from nothing. Whatever you're going to get, it's going to have to come from somewhere and somebody ultimately is going to have to pay for it. So what they're doing is they're singing us a song and saying hey, you're going to get this for free and we're going to take care of everything for free. Really, Really? How does that work out? So I'm going to I'm going to sit here and play video games all day and get paid or whatever the case may be. Just pay very close attention. They do this because it's a trap like the cheese for the rat. And they're going to bring us into the socialist communist thing. And just take a, and then take a very close look because look at the timings and patterns of nature. So communism. Look at Venezuela. Look at Cuba. Look at Russia. Look at the Russian Revolution. The Bolshevik Revolution in 1917. Look at Trotsky. Trotsky, Stalin, Lenin. If I'm not mistaken, over a hundred million people died in that Russian Revolution between 1917 and I think 1950. Look at the Holodomor, which was a Holocaust in the Ukraine, where I think three million people were starved to death. They blocked the border so that people could not get out. You know, not only was it good enough, you know, to not to, to take their food away, to take their because they were farmers. That was the breadbasket of Russia at that time, the Ukraine. That was a breadbasket where like a large amount of the grain was gr- and food was grown. And what they did was they came down and basically confiscated all of their food stuff, you know, the grain and their seeds so they were not able to plant for the next season and they all starved to death. That wasn't good enough. They wouldn't allow them to leave the country so they can go to their families or go abroad and, and survive. They wanted them all to die. And that's the Holodomor, which is, which is a ho- real holocaust that has been hidden. We get fed a lot of the stuff from the holocaust. but I'm not going to make a comment on that. You do your own research on that. But I, like I said, I'm going to say it a million times. Timings and patterns and facts of what's really going on. And, and to find the real facts of what's happening is not easy. Google is starting to clamp all that shit down. So you have to really be diligent and read the right books and do the right research when you want to find out what's really going on but like i said do research on the Re- russian revolution the cheka you know which were the military police and lenin and all of the people that he, like lenin if, if uh no stalin if i'm not mistaken he said when one person dies it's a travesty but when a million people die it's just you know it's just nothing you know so what they're trying to do the reason they're trying to impose impose this socialist communist system upon us is that they don't have this dollar to support the war machine and everything that they have going on right now. So the way they can do it is separate us all, which is the social distancing and us not talking together and stay sheltering in place and all of this, so that the the dollar itself doesn't have the power, but the socialist system does because... I can't just go up and open up a pizza shop or do whatever and take care of my family. I have to rely on the government to do that and to make all the decisions and to control the budgets and to control what everybody does to control every element of what the society does, as far as from a from an enterprise standpoint and from everything. So, and it's taken again Cuba, Venezuela, and all of the Czechoslovakia, the whole Eastern Bloc. All of this. When they impose this communist system, the oligarchs on top, the top one percent, they don't do any work, like the Federal Reserve. These people right now, they do no work. All they do is push buttons and everything like that, and and that's how they make their money. They're not contributing, they're just para- parasitic. They're parasites. But this communist system, th- the way they control us is they enslave us into this socialist communist system, you know. And what they and the next step once they do that is they start, you know, mass mass executions of people in the millions do your research man so they can maintain their standard of living and just impose fear upon us man this is some real shit i'm gonna say it again i could lead you to the water but i can't make you drink you gotta do your research and find out really what this is all about man because this whole socialist thing is is really not good man when i see bernie sanders i see a demon when i see aoc i see a demon You know, because they want, and they might not even be aware of what they're doing because they're just chess pieces or pawns in the bigger game. So, this is not a time for weakness, but this is a time for self empowerment, self realization, observation of timing and patterns of reality, of putting down your smartphone, putting down your video game controller. And pay attention to what's taking place in front of us because they're ready to make that sharp left turn. And we don't need that, man. We need to make that hard right turn into freedom. I'm not a Trump guy, Not none of that bullshit because they're all full of shit. And they all have the same agenda to enslave us all. So basically, basically the move right now, man, is, like I said, pay attention, man. I'm going to leave it right here. I'm going to play one song by Bob Marley, which I played on the last episode. The title of that song is Ambush in the Night, right? And there's a lot in that song, so just listen to it. Give it a good listen. In addition to having a badass bass line and just some real good reggae music, you know, Bob Marley, man, you know, he's a prophet. Marley's a prophet, man. He saw all this shit. That's why he died, like, at a young age. You know what I mean? So, he had cancer in his toe and shit, and it killed went to his brain and killed him. Yeah, right. So, just like Lennon and all, John Lennon and all them, you know, all these prophetic kind of musicians and singers. So, what I want you to do is give a good listen to this uh, Bob Marley song, Ambush in the Night. Enjoy it. Listen to the beat. Feel it. Don't come from a position of weakness or fear or whatever because, again, the three enemies, as I said, the three enemies of a man of knowledge are fear, ego, and attachment. That's what they have out there for us. They try, And and if you're going to take any person, even a man of knowledge, they're going to succumb to one of them. So One of them, it's either going to be his ego, it's going to be fear, or it's going to be attachment to something, right? And if you listen to my past episodes, you know what I mean about all that. So... Pay very close attention to that. You have to pursue your self-empowerment, your self-realization, understand who you are. Take your, literally take your hands in front of you, open in front of your face, like 18 inches from your face. Look at your hands and realize that's who you are, right? Get into something that's going to benefit you as an individual. Turn off your television, You know, if you're going to listen to that trap music or whatever it is that you're listening to, listen to it for entertainment purposes. You know, do your little dance and your jig or whatever you're going to do. Because I like the battle rap. I listened to my man Cortez. I was listening to Cortez. I did a a marathon on Cortez. I did about an hour and a half of listening to him. You know, feeling that shit is great. You know, it's poetry. But, yeah. But, you know, don't, don't let your dollars flow in that direction, man. It's just entertainment, you know. So at this, I'm hitting you guys with some allegory, with some metaphor, and I'm throwing a bunch of curveballs on you at this episode, you know, but that's what it's about, right, so I'm going to leave it right there, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to play this ambush of the night, listen to it, man, because it's encoded with a lot of knowledge, man, and supreme mathematics right within it, so we're going to leave it right there, I want to thank you for listening, and namaste.
1: i e The man gave me the news He said, you must be joking, son Where did you get those shoes? Where did you get those shoes? Well, I've seen them on the TV The movie show They say the times are changing But I just don't know What wow.